0: Welcome to Drunk Watching, our weekly pop culture podcast where we sip on a little something and talk about the films and TV shows we're watching right now. I'm Brittany Danielle, writer, pop culture junkie, and back in the dating game. how's is your girl.
1: Oh, ah, and I'm Andrea Renee, lover pop culture, Brittany Perennial Plus One, and serial nomad. I don't even know where I am today. I'm not home. <laughs>
0: I don't even know where you are. I constantly have to ask, like, where
2: where are you located
0: today? What state are you in? What's
2: going on? Again,
0: you're always on the road. Um, On
1: the road. (laughs) Holly's coming home this weekend, though. Coming home.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) Today, we are coming together to talk about Insecure Season 3, Episode 7 of Best Like. Uh, But before we get into that, This episode of Drunk Watching is brought to you by the House of 334, a creative services firm that specializes in creating beautiful brands for badass entrepreneurs. If you have copy, social media, or design needs, highlight the ladies of the House of 334 online at houseof334.com or slide into their inbox on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at 334. Additionally, if you would like to sponsor Drunk Watching or you just want to send us some, some feedback about the show, things you wanted to discuss, or you got gifts for us, please shoot us an email at, hellodrunkwatching at gmail.com or slide into our inbox on Twitter and Instagram at Drunk Watching. And be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform because we are on all of them and growing. SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. Tell your friends about it. Send us a five-star review. Let us know how, you, how you're how feeling drug-watching. We are here.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So you know how we get started each week? We talk about what's in our glasses or might be a cup.
2: This week mm-hmm. I'm sipping
1: out of a glass. It's <laughs> a little wine, a little dessert wine. Yes, yes. A little uh, Negro spiritual, as I call it, a little Moscato. And...
0: <laughs> <laughs> the wrap your rapper's favorite wine.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. my little hint of peach notes. Shout out to Sutter Home. And a ah, twist off. Oh no, this Sutter is not Home. a twist off. Actually, this is. Uh, I, I did have to uncork this one. I
2: had to uncork.
0: Hey, I love a good twist off top wine because you can twist the top right back on. You don't have to worry about working it back up. that's true once you open that bottle Um, twist off top wines get black but they're actually better for the wine ha 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 I learned that in a wine tasting situation Um, and they don't necessarily mean it's a cheap wine because in some countries like um, I want to say Germany like for some wines like a Riesling or a Malbec you'll often see a lot of twist off tops
1: so don't hate on the twist off top
2: I'm not hating. You know, my three bucks check, I have to uncork. Do you believe that? I know. not. <laughs> <laughs> fake
0: fancy. That's what that is.
1: <laughs> so what about you? What are you sipping on um, this evening? So this
0: podcast may go really, really left this evening. I want to put that Mm-mm. warning out there because... I decided to do something different. I went to the store today and I was like, huh, I was going to try to do gin. And I originally grabbed a bottle of gin, but then I didn't know what you were supposed to pair with the gin besides the tonic. Um, so juice. I had to do some more research. Rolling well- down <laughs> the street.
2: <laughs>
0: right. Besides <laughs> gin and juice, shout out to Snoop. And besides gin and tonic, like I didn't know what else to do. So I, I picked the bottle of gin back and I picked up a bottle of Gosling rum um, because I was going to make a Dark and Stormy. So Dark and Stormy is just a Bermudian rum um, or I guess any dark rum, but mostly Bermudian. Bermudian rum with a ginger beer or, you know, ginger ale mm. combination. Um, so I was going to do that. Of course, I have mine with the Pepsi. Same difference. Um, but after I bought it, I realized that I grabbed basically the overproof rum. So mine is one one fifty one. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, the more I sip during the show, who knows? Who knows what could happen? I might not be making any sense before the end of this podcast. But hopefully, it all ends well. So, oh if boy. you are oh. Goslings, shout out to Goslings from and Rum. Um, which I first had a million years ago in a hotel in East Orange, New Jersey. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, my son's grandpa is Bermudian, so um, you know I experienced Goslings way back in the day, and I've had it. I always, I always think fondly of it. If you are Goslings, if you are um, Sutter Homes, if you are any type of spirit wine, or I mean, I'm not only really into beer, but we'll take it at this point. We'll take beer. Um, so, and it's a bottle and a check at hellodrunkwatching at com. All right. Before we get into Insecure, and I have lots of thoughts this week, and I'm sure once I keep sipping, I will have lots more. Uh, what else oh. are we watching right now? What else are we watching?
1: Uh, we are watching Love and Hip Hop, of course. But before I could watch Love and Hip Hop, breaking news was that Bill Cosby's going to jail. Now there are so many people who are torn on the subject. I'm just gonna say this: um, I do believe that he is being. Well, let me start with saying I do believe that he's guilty. let me start there. I believe he's guilty. Um, I also believe that there is some funny business going on. And when these kind of situations exist where there's potential funny business going on, it taints everything else. It gives people the reason to go, Oh, well, that's why we shouldn't believe when people, you know, um accuse other folks or you're innocent until proven guilty and all of these things. I was watching um 30 for 30, which sports documentaries are my absolute favorite. And I was watching the episode about the, I think it was a Duke lacrosse team or what have you. And, you know, false accusations. And when things like that happen, it makes me so angry because I am um, very, very passionate about people being uh, assaulted, molested, abused, like any of those things. It just like, to the core of me, I can't really take that. So when I heard about this, I was absolutely disappointed, but I realized it was because I loved Heathcliff Huxtable. was like, I grew up with Dr. Huxtable. W.L. Cosby is not Dr. Huxtable. And I had to divorce the two from each other and say, like, you know, dude, if you've been on this fuck shit, then you deserve what's coming to you. But of course, something in the milk is not clean all the way um, there. So people are kinda, you know, split about how they feel. They feel with, you know, 45's accusations, Kavanaugh and um, Weinstein. Like, look, there's no equity here. And I'm saying, you know, no, no, there's not um, equity there. However, One has absolutely nothing to do with the other. If you're guilty, then you're guilty. And it's just like these reality stars who complain about editing. I feel like if you don't give the producers anything to work with, they can't make anything up. And it's the same thing here. If you have 50 to 60 people saying you did something, even if you took away half of them, that's still a lot of people Saying the same thing, and I'm just I'm not for it. So that's that's Andrea Renee. And with <laughs> that, I'm gonna take another drink. <laughs>
2: so yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, it's it's a thing. Um, I think I had to to come to that. I had divorced that whole situation a long time ago. Like you know, Heathcliff is not um, he's Cliff Huxtable, it's clearly not Bill Cosby. And, um, apparently Bill Cosby's on, like you said, the fuck shit for, <laughs> for decades. And I don't have any problems with him going to prison. I, I just, I, I just hate that it came so late. Um, to so whereas like I, I tweeted today, like, I would not be surprised if he didn't come out of prison because going to prison at 41 just does i mean 81 sorry
2: and right. 81
0: sounds like for any amount of time just sounds like you're it's a wrap for you um but to get to 81 and <laughs> to have lived this whole life where you know Whether all the women are, you know, on the up and up or not, or like you said, or have, you still had decades of um, rape, essentially. And, I mean, I don't have any sympathy for that. I also don't have the whole, like you said, when people are like, well, what about so-and-so? And I'm like, yes, and. Yes, I believe Bill Cosby should go to prison And, you know, every other man or woman who raped somebody or sexually assaulted somebody should also face justice. Same for Robert Kelly, same for Harvey Weinstein, who who has trials coming up, Um, same for, you know, every other high profile person we've heard about um, who has been outed as somebody who has uh, molested, harmed you know, harass or raped other people. Like nobody should get a pass just because somebody got a pass. Like that's not how this works. And so I have no kind of room for people who were like, they just trying to take this black man down. Like the man is 81. He was not up. I really get fed up with people who are like, but um, after his, after Cosby was let, <laughs> let off in handcuffs his publicist went out and was like, this is the most racist thing. And Bill Cosby has been a civil rights leader for the last 50, I'm like civil rights leader where? Yes. He donated lots of money to HBCUs and students and that was dope. And that was awesome. Like I said on Twitter, yes, he had a, a really, really dope art collection, but all of that goes out of the window for me. If you're raping people, um, HBCU donations don't outweigh rape. So that's me, Brittany Danielle, and we can move on to the boring ass reality shows that we watched.
2: <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: because Love Hip Hop, uh, get us back to A1 and Lyrica and The Mothers. I think that's going to be next week because this Please. week is trash. Yeah.
2: This is another... <laughs>
0: episode which is so funny because a lot of reality shows are built around women acting foolish but I think love and hip-hop shows the men and their messiness is the most interesting thing on this season absolutely so just for
1: you know shits and giggles the girls go across the pond to London now you've been to London I have not I would like to go um but they're over there for Bridget Kelly's what, album release to let them know it's coming. I don't know why they no, <laughs> <bad. She's
2: laughs> it. But they're over they're there.
1: there, right? They turn it into a girls' trip. And I mean, I think the best part of it was at the end. <laughs> I mean, they're there, the house looked nice. I mean, Bridget was like, hey, I'm taking the master, you guys, or Brooke is going to have the room on the floor with me and the rest of you kind of get in where you fit in I thought was funny they didn't want to climb three flights of stairs I'm like child please but other than that you know she's having this interview I guess it was in the backyard or wherever they were and Bridget not Bridget geez all the bees Brooke crashes her interview and (laughs) ultimately Tiara winds up you know, kind of falling into it, and then her sex tape becomes a, a topic of discussion. When you know she she didn't even know what she was walking into. So I don't know, child. So one of our uh, followers apparently actually she won. was apparently she was frying chicken. Like first of right. all
0: if i'm going to london why am i frying anything for i don't even fry chicken at my own house because it's it's way too much work because what do you do with all that grease like it's just not a thing that i do at home i will bake some chicken i might even grill some chicken i will mm-hmm. buy chicken from popeyes when i want absolutely not but go go ahead yeah Well reason they were um What were you about to say? Oh, I I was saying one one of our... Fried chicken.
2: That's okay. That was okay. Because that's actually a good
1: point, you know. But one of our followers actually tweeted that uh, Milan Christopher... So Milan was a prior season cast member. He was one of the original... um, When Love and Hip Hop took this turn to make sure that there was either a gay or bisexual uh, cast member, and so he and this other guy were in a relationship, and the other guy was, uh, well, he wasn't open. He was closeted at the time, uh, but a, a hip hop artist, and he was looking to Kind of make his mark or whatever in Hollywood, but they were a couple on the under under, and Milan was like, "You gotta, you know, tell people about me." Anywho, this guy Milan, uh, and I have to go and and actually check, but he liked the tweet that the person posted um, that said that he was sitting next to Tiara when she leaked the tape. So if it's a lie, he definitely didn't refute it. And it's on our timeline right now. Oh, wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. He was sitting next to
1: her when she leaked the tape herself? Yes. Milan, yes. So one of our followers says, well, the T is that Milan said that he was sitting next to Tiara when she leaked the tape. And Milan liked the tweet to us. So. Mm, Well, well, well. The The plot
0: thickens. (laughs) I'm looking at it. It says that she, is she released her own sex tape. At least that is what Milan Christopher said. And he said he was going to sit next to her when she did it. And Milan, Lee, like, this person has terrible typing skills. But
2: we appreciate <laughs> the theme. <C. laughs>
0: we appreciate. We also appreciate Milan Christopher for for our... I guess,
2: confirming
0: the tea that Tiara, is this breaking news that Tiara leaked her own sex tape?
1: I know. Um, I don't want to get in trouble for slander. I know. Allegedly. <laughs> leaked Allegedly.
0: leaked her own sex tape.
1: He also liked, oh shit, he
0: also liked your follow-up tweet. Oh my, we missed Milan, Chris Gordy. Definitely one of the better additions to the cast is knockoff situation they have this season as of us. And he, like, he, right? I don't know if I'm Yeah, is. yeah. He said he okay. He liked yeah, it because well. that whole
1: that whole J Will candy thing. I I can't. I cannot. Milan, no. Shout out to you. Yeah, I don't
0: know you, but shout out. Thanks for thanks for uh, <laughs> engaging with the drunk watching Twitter page. Uh, everybody else, shoot us some tweets at drunk watching on Twitter and Instagram. Holla. Um. Let's see any any other highlights because that's i that like, loving on this week. That was basically it because it was just yeah. them being catty and Paris going around asking every man if he's circumcised. I was like, ma'am,
2: I that, don't get that. I that? don't get
0: her. What is that?
1: So I don't get her let me either. just ask you: if somebody yeah. stole fifty dollars from you instead of a thousand dollars from you, does that not make them a thief, like
2: <laughs>
1: Ladies. <laughs> You
2: stole money
1: from her. She's like, you know, and my mom couldn't go to work, and my... You did this, girl. You. But yeah, I think this happened on K Michelle's show actually, which I did not watch. But if I understand it correctly, she used her credit card for Uber or food. I don't know something, and you know, she used it without permission, and Mm -hmm. I guess. She's thinking, you know, oh, it was just this little bit of money, so it's not a big deal. But it's still a big deal. And if I can't trust yeah. you with fifty, then I can't tr- trust you with five thousand. Like, girl, sit exactly. Down. Yeah. And I, I don't care.
0: I mean, <laughs> I, I, yeah, no. Um, moving on to the next. I know you didn't see Married to Medicine this week. I happened to watch it. Um, I don't, I don't know why, but I happen to watch it. And then I happen to watch Real Labs of Orange County, the OGs. Um, oh Jesus. And all of them are just so catty. Like I like, you know, Detective Ray J and his drama. And I actually got to talk to Ray J and I will talk about that on <laughs> next week's episode after this article comes out. <laughs> um, but I like, you know, that storyline on hip-hop the a1 lyrica safari big lyrica a1's mama like i don't understand why they immediately go to blows it looks like on the <laughs> upcoming preview yeah but that's way more entertaining than this other caddy you slept with a1 like i don't know why Monise is so invested like she's not even
1: a1's person and whatever but um, well, A one okay. is the storyline. A one and Lyrica, yeah. they are both the storyline. So it would behoove anybody to try to attach themselves. That's why Brooke keeps bringing up, you know, the fact that she, she heard or she saw Lyrica and them flirting. And then Marcus keeps repeating what Brooke says. Like, we don't care about any of you. So you have to attach we, yourself. Yeah. Yeah,
0: We just care about them. even Bri- oh, even uh, Ray J and
1: Princess, like Loki without the without the baby. We probably right. wouldn't care about y'all either. So that's why, you know, Ray J gotta stay
0: talking about to drama too. Stay stern the pot. Um hmm, stay stirring the pot, Ray J. We we here for it. Um <laughs> but yeah, on Mary to Medicine, it was just a lot of cattiness. It was just um, did you did you were you able to watch that, that episode? It was a few episodes ago when Toya threw that party for her husband.
1: I did watch that one. Yes. yes. So they are still I,
0: talking about that. So like, on that. Con- yeah, it's her and Contessa, Contessa? like Aunt Jackie, not unJackie Nurse Jack- Aunt Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> is
2: that her name? I mean, she, she is Jackie. though. She's
0: older than us. Aunt Jackie Right. Dr. Jackie had her field, her fitness field day, and she paired up everybody who had oh beef. So she paired up Heavenly and Mariah. She paired up... I
1: don't know why they
0: kept calling her Contessa. Contessa and Toya. Because that's what...
1: Up. I was going to say, that's what Heavenly, when Contessa first came up, she kept calling her Contessa oh. or Contessa, like, and so she was like, I don't know if something's wrong with Heavenly's no. <laughs>
2: mouth. my name. Is- <laughs> <laughs> but she did. Now, Heavenly... So yeah, they probably
1: are exaggerated now. She's super country Yeah. So now That's she paired up Contessa
2: is.
0: and Toya and mm-hmm. she paired up Simone and Quad who had a moment. Uh mm. they there was some beef. Um but like Toya Toya and Contessa are still beefing and Contessa was like, I thought we squashed that and we let it go and Toya's like, No, we really didn't get a chance. And then they just, it just blew up all over again. I was like, there's nothing to argue about. Like some things happened to Contessa with her health. She's dealing with her dad's health. Um, and and I feel her. She's like, this is petty. I don't have time for this. I apologize. So why are you still bringing it up? And so it was just, I don't understand. And that's, that's the part of like reality TV is cool. Um, Maybe when it, like when you actually have an interesting storyline, but when you're just grasping at a problem, it just feels so boring to me, and that's what that felt like. Mm-hmm. That's what this whole well, I, thing feels like.
1: I watched uh, Doctor G's uh, interview. So these the people that uh, Cat Williams got on there and acted the a fool with, because uh, that was my first <laughs> time hearing about them. So uh-huh. I can't remember oh, their names Wanda. because I've only Wanda and yeah
0: Wanda and like Roski or something. It's some Frankski, Frankski and Wanda. Yeah, like Frank.
1: There you go. There you go. There you go. So yeah, it was my first time hearing about them, and I've heard about them now twice in a week. So he uh, did an interview to kind of clear his name, and you know Frank didn't buy it. He's like, so you're in a hotel room with this woman and, you know, you changed your mind (laughs) once you got up there. I'm like, oh, Lord. And and so, of course, we don't know uh, one way or the other. His story is that he put himself in a compromising situation, but he did not go forward with it. Quad is able to take that run with it and, you know, cry tears and do a lot. But for those of us who have watched the show, I'll just say I never really thought that she was, enamored with her husband. Um maybe she does love him. No one deserves to be cheated on. Um, but if she has done what he said, which is like she's been out of their bed, like moved out of the bedroom years ago, you know, I don't even know why they're still married. They should have both been like, we'll just tap out. So I don't know. This season of Married to Medicine seems to be about you know, the ladies trying to get quiet to open up about all of this and all the other stuff that's going on. But Toya and this whole party thing with Contessa, it was just extra. When I saw it, I was like, oh, this is worse worst thing you explain. Like, she's on the mic and then puts the, the mic up to mm-hmm. the speaker. Like, that was just, that was extra. That's probably why it I didn't feel the need to go happy-ish. on and keep watching episodes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no. you're making me sick. But I I will catch up, but I just, I'm a little behind at this
2: point.
0: Yeah, and if I was quad, I wouldn't tell them anything either. So I just, mm-hmm. like, like before they could, like, she, oh, God, like, Heavenly and Mariah, I don't know what their longstanding thing is, but Heavenly, just, they just blew up. Like, Heavenly, in this particular interaction when I came in, and I came in the show a little bit late, this this past episode, like, only five minutes. So I can't imagine something real serious went yes. on. But, like, by the time I got there, uh, Heavenly was already going in on Mariah. And, was, and Mariah was kind of, like, sitting back and not really engaging at first. And then the whole issue about her husband cheating, um, about Mariah, uh, Heavenly's husband cheating and Mariah, you know, having her receipts or whatever. And then she, she was like, I got receipts and invoices this, this week, This is what she said. Um, oh, and then Lord. Heavenly started calling her all kind of dirty bitches, get your whore ass out of my house. And I was like, oh my God, like I, I just can't imagine spending that much time with people I don't like. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and not even like that, but like inviting them to my house. Like, they were all at Heavenly's house. Like, if I don't like Mariah, I'm not going to invite you to my house. So this is how I know um, at least they must have to contractually be in the same place at the same time, even if they don't like each other. But I just find it super hilarious that Heavenly is going to this anger management therapist, which is great, but it does not seem to be working
1: at all. Uh, Yeah. Well. Keep trying, Heavenly. <laughs> if at first you don't succeed,
0: right. we all try, fall short. Try in. again.
2: <laughs> we yeah.
0: we all so, fall short. There we go. There we go. Yeah. We all fall short. Okay.
2: We do. What is we what do am We do fall trying short.
1: Well, both are correct. <laughs> we fall yeah. down and we do fall short. <laughs> we That's
2: do. Chad. We do.
1: Shout out to Chad. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, after Love and Hip Hop, or maybe before, I don't know in which order I was supposed to watch it, <laughs> but Princess and Ray J had their birthing special called a uh, Labor of Love, and we saw the progression to introducing Miss Melody Love Norwood. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh, beautiful baby. But I was like, oh my gosh. So you've had a baby. Um, but I have not, and that didn't necessarily make me
2: anxious
1: to do so. Every time I watch one of these things, I'm like, oh, Lord, this doesn't yeah. look fun at all.
0: It didn't make me anxious.
1: And to be, yeah, to be in labor for like, they said 27 hours before the C-section, I was like, why must she sit for so long? Just <laughs> you
2: know yeah. go get I mean, it.
1: well that that pretty much happened to me
0: um I got in it was like the same thing like I got induced on a Tuesday night and my son was born Thursday afternoon so between Tuesday night and Thursday afternoon I was in labor but it's not like I had the drugs. I feel like she didn't, but um, I opted for the epidural. But still, you got to get there, right? So you get to the epidural and, you know, you're in pain till you get there and then you get it. And then you get the surgery if you have to. And I had to. And that's a weird experience as well. Um, You have to, like, I don't know, like, after the C-section, like, you're you're if you're lucky you're numb some people they don't do a good job sometimes like you
2: can oh, still feel
0: some people can still feel them cutting i didn't feel anything other than like they said pressure um and then you know you have the baby they put them they put them close to your head because you're in surgery um they finish surgifying you up closing you up and then um you go into a recovery room and after that i just after that, I just felt like I was freezing to death. Like I was so oh. cold, and they had to stack all these. And it's the anesthesia, like leaving your body, apparently. But oh. I, I, I was shivering. They had to pack on all these blankets. I, I felt like I was in some kind of freezer, and it's crazy. And then the ne- and then the next day, um. Maybe not even the next day, but the next day I remember they were like, Okay, mom, time to get up and walk around. I was like, Get up and walk around. Don't just <laughs> cut me open. Get up and walk around. Where? And it's like they don't let you uh just lay in bed until you feel comfortable. Like the kid was right in the room. I'm like, Who is doing this? Who's doing this? Wow. Why is he in here? Where's the nursery? And they're <laughs> <laughs> nursery is for like you know babies babies who are struggling or whatever but if your baby's fine they just plop them right in the room and you, it, it's go time and i was just kind of like it, wow it, i just had major surgery and now this baby is crying and you know before i went into the hospital they had this whole speech like you got a pink bracelet Everybody who's on the, you know, maternity floor has a pink bracelet. They don't have a pink bracelet. Don't let them take your baby anywhere, cause you know you've had those <coughs> ones where people will run out with yeah. your baby, right?
2: Yeah.
0: So one of the times this doctor came and he was not anybody I'd ever seen before, and he was like, "Oh, we're gonna take the baby to X, Y, and Z to do some tests." And I was, I was like, "Sir, I don't know what kind of what game your pink bracelet. You, can... <laughs> you don't have a bracelet on." And I've seen this movie, and they said, "Don't let nobody take your baby unless they got a bracelet on." And you don't got a bracelet. And he was like, "No, I'm a doctor. It's the badge." I was like, "You better go find somebody to vouch for you because (laughs) absolutely, you
2: can't take my baby."
0: Right? He has to go and get the nurse, and you
2: know he's really a pediatrician.
0: I was like, "Give this man a pink bracelet because no, right, absolutely
2: not." Wow.
0: all that to say, all every birthing special does not make me want to have I have one child and every <laughs> birthing special makes me only want to have that one child. Cause you not you for everybody says like, oh you forget, you forget. I don't I didn't forget, but I don't think like I didn't have the whole like pushing. I was really terrified of that experience um mm-hmm. and you hear all kind of stories like the pain and just whatever like I was super terrified of that and like episiotomy
2: <laughs> yeah
1: oh lord
0: and I did all kind of reading beforehand and that just made me even more terrified of giving birth um and then I got a c-section <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, not on purpose though. I, I went in to have the baby, and then they were like, to Have the eh, baby, you only dilated halfway. It's been a long time. <laughs> it was kind of like, mm-hmm. this, "Like, Gotta do the c section, mom. And I was like, Oh my god. And we went from that zero sucks. to c section in like 20 minutes. It wasn't even like, <laughs> Okay, two hours from now. It was like, No, let's take the baby. Like, let's Oh, do it I'm now. not
1: Crazy. That's how I miss my nephew being born, the same way. They made a snap decision and I was still on the way. And I was like, oh. And my mom wound up having to go in there with him. She talks about that to this day. Like, I was not supposed to be the one. I'm like, oh, sorry. Traffic on La Cienega. So
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't make it. Well, they're going from this birthing special to a three-week Little something with uh, Papoose and Remy Ma meet the Mackies. And I'm gonna assume, oh no, no, they did show her bump. So I guess this is going to include, you know, her being pregnant, but maybe not necessarily. But she's still pregnant, right? She hasn't, I don't think she's had the baby yet. So um, that'll be, com- yeah, that'll be no, coming up next week. Okay, so yeah, so whatever they're showing must be, you know, early part of her pregnancy um, during their special. So that premieres next week. I'm excited to see about that they're, like, the best part of Love and Hip Hop New York. And um, I'm quite sure they can carry their own little situation. Network TVs booting back up. So, you know, all your favorites, if you have any. <laughs> they're starting out this week and probably into next week. Uh, this is us. As we know, is a big, big favorite, and we're trying to avoid spoilers as we record right now. Nine One One, I actually enjoyed uh, when it premiered earlier this—I think it was this year. Well, I might have gotten on it late, probably. It might been
2: last year,
1: but I absolutely loved it, so I'm glad that it's back. And then um, Grey's Anatomy will be back this week this will be the first year without scandal in a long, long time. So, you know, TGIT is a little different. And those are like my shows showed. Oh, I just recently got into The Good Doctor. uh, And I I watched and and caught up on that while it was away. So, you know, I was ready. So I tried because it's so much TV, but clearly we're watching a lot of cable TV. Um. Yeah, and so I just pick a few of the the network TV shows that I'm looking forward to, and um Lil Rel Howery, I think that's his last name, whatever. He's his show is starting too on Fox, mm-hmm. and so you know nobody can be Martin, but maybe he can be close. Good luck.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um. So
0: I happen to go to a. I don't. So T V I T, How the How to Get Away with Murder is still there. Um, I happened to go to a screening for the first premiere episode. It looks good. Like I came in not knowing anything because I've never watched it. Um oh, okay. But it looks it looks good. I might actually have to go back and catch up uh for the new season. because um, there's new mysteries afoot. Um Oh, anything else on network black lightning I believe it's coming back uh in October I just I think finished I got that a, season I just got a screener link it. uh for black oh. lightning um so that's coming back I know I know um <laughs> lots of stuff on Netflix I feel like we don't even have the time to <laughs> to talk about Why? it all like we watched Napoli Ever After I started watching the Quincy yes. Jones documentary black Panther is on there you said you started watching ozark which
1: yeah
0: um, i've been meaning to watch but i haven't so would you recommend it i would take your recommendation
1: yes well so far i've only done two episodes so if you do we'll be you know kind of neck and neck and it'll be something we can you know chat about on the side but um i see how people get or have gotten addicted to it. I just wasn't able to kind of go through it like that. I was trying to watch Napoli because um, I figured we would at least say something about it.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I sacrificed that to watch that. And um, I still have to watch the Quincy Jones doc. I just don't want to be disturbed. So I'm trying to wait until, <laughs> until a nice time to be able uh, yeah. to watch that. But I heard that things long. about it. Mm-hmm. It is exactly.
0: long. I mean, it ha- it has to be long because Quincy I, I always forget. Like 80-something? 90? Yeah, but, I, yeah, he's he's in his 80s, but I always forget that he has been playing music professionally since he was, like, 13. <laughs>
2: that was it, so, like, his whole life. I,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was, like, on the road with freaking Count Basie and, like, all these jazz legends that we hear about, like, Quincy was playing the trumpet in the band, and I'm just, Crazy. I always forget about that Um, because it seems so far, like, you, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Like I think of Count Basie. I think of, but that's what it was—the early 1900s. So well, yeah, like, it was gone. I'm wrong. It was not even like mm-hmm. mid-century.
1: Um, and Quincy was, and fine because we back don't
2: Good lord.
1: <laughs> and we don't really have a concept of these people outside of you know old video footage. Like we never saw them alive. So right. you know, thinking about Quincy Jones, like okay, he's within our lifetime, but he was in several lifetimes. That's right. a blessing. Right. Like it's a, yeah. you know, it, it's absolutely a blessing. Even the absolutely legends, like, like you he, know, Ray Charles and all of that, like yeah. he outlasted all of them. Like him and Ray Charles were homies. Like that was his voice, right? <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That, and, that's what I thought and, of. him. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. And Quincy has had several lifetimes like yes he played for Count Basie and all that but then he also produced for Michael Jackson and then right the documentary opens up with the interview with Dr. Dre and I'm just like the fact that he's able to cross so many generations and still Mm
2: -hmm.
0: be going like in this documentary like I haven't even watched the whole thing but the first you know hour he's like working <laughs> and you know mm-hmm. he had a stroke he bounced back from the stroke back to work i was like oh my god so Jesus. Quincy jones is a national treasure and i feel like we could just hold off on our netflix talk probably until next week because okay. we've been talking a lot um okay and we can just we can just dive in to insecure
1: because <laughs>
0: this was a crazy episode yes
1: it's a lot to discuss absolutely so
2: was, we start crazy. this
1: episode it's obsessed like it's not even like it was just obsessed the whole episode, the
2: whole episode was
1: obsessed for <laughs> isa for isa um so she starts. she's just in her head about nathan he's been gone for a week without responding to her and a week you know generally is not a long time but when you haven't heard from someone that you're into a week can feel like like a day can feel like forever so i can i can identify with her like pretty much going crazy like that's how that scene just kind of played out like oh my god she's absolutely losing her mind so what do you think yeah. about him and ghosting she, she or the appearance to
0: lose her mind um yeah she continues to go crazy for like most the remainder
2: pretty much of the the episode. episode,
0: Her her standing there at the ceiling and overthinking and analyzing (laughs) and, you know, shirking her apartment manager responsibilities and all kind of crazy stuff. Um, She's talking to herself in the shower and hyping herself up on one hand, but then like, On the other hand, just kind of like, why? What happened? How did, you know, I would love to say that I've never been ghosted. However. (laughs) However. And I, you know what it is? Like, I haven't even been like permanently ghosted. I've been been temporarily ghosted. Temporarily Um, ghosted. Yeah, but it does like diet ghosted. I don't know. But it does make (laughs) me Go zero, I love to, <laughs> hey, like go.
2: Jesus, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no sugar. <go>. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: and I would love to say that I did not react like Issa. However, you know, if I'm being honest, um, you do have some of that obsession, right? You do kind of like,
2: yeah, I'm.
0: Ar- I'm already an overthinker. In, in about any situation, particularly about dating and relationships. Um, so I already have had moments, even when I'm not being ghosted, <laughs> where I'm just in my head, like, what happened? Did I say the right, right thing? Maybe I shouldn't have said this like this. What did he mean by saying it like this? Like, so I'm already that type of person. Um even when I'm like said I'm like, man, I don't care. I don't care. I'm bomb, I'm boss. Like even when you happy yourself up. Uh, sometimes you still manage to slip back into like, oh shit, like what happened? Maybe I should yeah. say that. And it'll even be between like conversations. So you'll say something in one conversation, um, and then maybe it didn't go according to plan in your mind. <laughs> and so, you know, until he calls you again, you're kind of like feeling anxious about it. So, I definitely understand her and. I was really hoping we got some clarity about what happened with Nathan, where he went, but um, and I'm still hoping we do because it's TV, <laughs> you know, and I want to know what happened, particularly when he was so into her an episode ago. Um, But like, if we look at real life, that's how people do it. <laughs> they'll be into you and then they'll just not.
1: They won't so call crazy. you how-
0: it's super crazy.
1: And I don't, I, I can't recall being ghosted, but I, you know, I know what it feels like to have somebody emotionally ghosted. Like, you, like something changes in an instant. You're not sure what it is. You question them. They're like, oh. you know, but things are different. So I haven't had anybody just like their presence is gone, but hell might as well have been, and so that you know kind of brought up those feelings for me that I could identify with and and definitely, like you said, you know if there's a situation where you talk to somebody and then like there's this large gap, you know they're not responding to their text. Um, you know, as as quickly as you would like them to. Or if you're in the middle of a conversation, there's an exchange back and forth. And then it's like hours of silence. You're like, oh, God. And this, I think over the past couple of days, it might've been this weekend, somebody posted, and I saw it reposted several times, (laughs) that girls who have two A's in their name rehearsed arguments in their heads. I started hollering. I was like, oh, maybe I should have been a lawyer. Um, absolutely. (laughs) Like, I know what I said. I'm going to think, what are you going to say? Then, what am I going to say to what you're going to say? Like, I'm ready and raring to go. And what a person like that doesn't need is a whole lot of time. We do not need all that time and hours to be playing and replaying conversations and then rehearsing for the next conversation. Yeah, she definitely was like, Oh, yeah poor Issa poor Issa yeah. I mean to the point where you know her mom just <laughs> she thought it was him she almost broke her neck in the shower trying to get to the phone and it was her mom sending her a bible verse and so again we see mom is alive we don't know where she is but hey right? mom is a thing
0: yeah well I don't I don't have two A's in my name I have two I's um, you have two eyes, <laughs> two and I have uh, two L's. <laughs> and I have two E's. Uh, and I definitely <laughs> rehearse arguments and just conversations. <laughs> like, not even arguments. Like I rehearse like whole conversations because yeah. I don't want to have to go back in time and be like, man, I meant to say this. And you forgot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start jotting down notes.
2: <laughs> that's hilarious like down
0: um so i had i went i'm you know i met a, i met up with a guy over the weekend and we had a drink state, it went really well and this is one of the um conversations that came up about like texting and how and already even though like you know we just went out once we talked or whatever since then we've talk before then um but he's not a big um or responsive texter so it takes him a while to text you back and he he'll say like yeah I'm not really looking at my phone or you know I don't feel he'll leave his phone places like in his car or we had it was the funny thing like he was supposed to get his hair cut and I didn't realize black barbers were like out here taking appointments but apparently they (laughs) stepped their game up um, he was supposed to get a haircut on Saturday afternoon, but his barber texted him at like 1 a.m. to be like, yo, I got to cancel your apartment appointment. Um, but he didn't see the text until he got in his car to drive to the barber shop because his phone was in the car. So he's one of those people. And I don't understand those people because I always have my phone. <laughs> so,
2: hmm mm-hmm.
0: This whole interaction with him is just forcing me to be patient. Um. And, and and more than that, forcing me to not take things personally. Um, and I think one of the big things with Issa, and it's hard for her, right? Because Nathan was just in her bed talking about, how do you know it's real between me and you? And I really like you. And I don't normally like people. So it's hard for her to not take things personally, because that's way deeper than, you know, me meeting this guy for drinks or whatever. Um But I think that's what we have to, you know, people who are dating or whatever, people who are in these interactions, because she immediately, like, once she kind of goes through all the crazy, like, what's going on? She immediately goes to, like, what did she do wrong? Right. If something is wrong with her. And I think we're often too quick to go to that because then she starts doubting the fact that she was vulnerable with him even though he really appreciated it even though he encouraged it like
2: it's
0: hard out here in these dating streets shout out to being booed girl <laughs> really it's,
2: it's, a, it's hard the in the relationship thing.
1: streets too so it's it hard is. everywhere no, Okay, it, as they would say uh, choose your heart okay because yeah it, it definitely is hard either way but some of these things that I've experienced I am very very glad they're in my rear view or at least they appear to me because um you know checking people's social and all that and I think I saw you tweeting about that um today maybe or maybe even yesterday like not even connecting on social like now we happen to be connected because we were friends first, and it just it was already like that. But before that, I certainly mm-mm. I'm not of the school of thought that we need to be connected and tagging and uh, no. and even though we're friends on Facebook and, and social, we don't be tagging each other and all this kind of jazz because it it can just be too much. That's just number yeah. one. It's just too much.
0: And, not and not folks that, are nosy like- and
1: messy. Yeah. Yeah. And all of that. Yes.
0: And it's so weird. So now that I am, you know, back in the dating situation and I read oh, Jesus. I reop oh, I reopen my Tinder account just to kind of widen the pool so that I don't go out often. Um <clears throat> it's so funny how many guys have been like, Yo, do you have Instagram? Do you have Snapchat? And I'm like why
2: do you need my Instagram? Like <laughs> you are seeing
0: me through yeah. this app <laughs> that has pictures and maybe we can exchange uh, phone numbers and then, you know, whatever. Like I'm not trying to follow you on Instagram because that very well might change how I view you. Because a lot of people just post kind of like whatever on Instagram. And that may not be putting your best foot forward. You know what I mean? Like, if I see your Instagram, it's a whole bunch of like foolishness, whole bunch of ratchet Mm -hmm. stuff on there. I'm gonna. You may not be ratchet as a as a real life person. Maybe it's just ratchet on Instagram, but that's gonna alter how I see you. So I I always am like, no. I mean, I don't I don't say that I don't. And one guy unmatched. Jesus. Um. Yeah. So like this. When was that? Like over the weekend, maybe. And he was, you know, we're exchanging messages or whatever. um And then he was like, "Oh, do you have Instagram?" I was like, "Yeah, but I'm, I'm not gonna share it with you." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not oh. right. So I was like, "Thank you, God, for saving me the time." um uh, Because one of the things, shout out to chat. One of the things I did, you know, cause I was really, I still am really ambivalent about dating right now, and one of the things I
1: did, I was like, look, God, just keep the bullshit away from me. Right. Shout out to Chad. That is is a Chad prayer right there.
0: (laughs) It's exactly that. Like, even if it looks good, even if he's fine and, you know, employed and smart and what I like, just keep, put a fence. (laughs) Put a fence around Mm me to protect me from the bullshit. So that's how I, I view all these things. Like, I tweeted the other day, like one guy was kind of like, he kept commenting on my vocabulary and I wasn't even, you know, you know me, we could talk. Um, I wasn't even using big words. Like I used the word octave and I I used the word inference and he was like, oh my God, you are smart. You have a big vocabulary. And then. (laughs) <laughs> hey, you, you guys you didn't come here for this but it's gonna. i'm gonna tie it back in insecure just wait like, i'm like a preacher so we're, that's my <laughs> right i'm right. like a preacher and i'm gonna tie it back in um no so we you know we had our initial phone conversation and we had already made plans like hey let's meet for drinks on saturday but then i was like let's jump on the phone first so we had we we're talking on the phone and he was kind of like you know, how long have you been single? And I was like, oh, about a year. And he was like, oh, he's been single since
2: 2012.
0: Eh, red flag for me. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: But I was like, oh, okay. So what, what happened <laughs> six years ago when you were single? He was like, oh, wasn't a good boyfriend. Um you know, he was, he, he just had like a shitty job and he wasn't really listening to whatever his girlfriend had to say. So I was like, okay, well, how have you changed or grown since then? And he was like, probably haven't.
1: <laughs> oh Dang.
0: He was like, he probably hasn't. Changed. I was like, well, have you changed jobs? And, you know, I'm trying to help the brother out. Like, have you, have you switched careers have you grown as a person? He's like, I don't know. I haven't been in a relationship. I can't tell you. I was like, but as a person, <laughs> have you grown as a person? He was like, yeah, mm, probably mm, not. Mm. And I was like, wow, you're really not selling yourself. And he's like, well, why should I have to sell myself? And I was like, you know what? You're right, bro.
1: And then he hung up on me. So um,
0: sure. talk about ghosting. Talk about ghosting. It's hard in these streets. but.
1: It
0: is. Somebody who does want to change his life is Lawrence. Lawrence.
1: Yes.
0: He Lawrence he Half Hive. <laughs> uh, half <low> Lawrence
2: <laughs> That's
0: who I am. <laughs> you're in the you're in the light Lawrence Hive. You're in the diet Lawrence oh,
1: Hive. Um Diet Lawrence Hive.
0: I guess yeah. he decides to go to church out of nowhere and then my favorite character, one of them, Chad decides to go because Chad's in them streets. He's he's feeling lost because of his fiance and he's not admitting <laughs> it. Um so they go to church.
2: Yeah,
1: and right.
0: I I can't picture Chad at church, but although I can because we know a lot of people like Chad at church.
1: Yeah, he was talking again on the next thing you know. He's running to the altar. I right. laughed so hard. It was like the last thing I expected to happen, but that was so good. That was such a good moment.
2: I was like, I'm saying Jesus, I'm say. <laughs> oh, And Lawrence is looking at him like, what?
1: Oh, yeah, he's there trying to connect, and he totally felt nothing. And this right. one on the side of him. Is you know coming to Jesus moment <laughs> literally?
0: He, yeah, he he doors of the church open and he they were like anybody who's been disconnected. <laughs> Chad ran down <laughs> the aisle. Oh god, yes. that was hilarious. Um, but then after church, Chad is like regular Chad. He's like, all right, nigga, I'm gonna see you at
2: church. Next <laughs> <week."> <laughs>
1: oh god, like, <laughs> But he's <Lucy's> coming back. <laughs> <sighs> Chad would say yeah,
0: the Lord ain't through with him yet. So at all,
2: at all. Come as he's
1: you good. are, he, Chad. He said his local hell
2: He Sir, sir.
1: Ooh, a couple more Bible studies, Lord. We gonna have to get right. you. you. You'll be all right. Be all right.
0: <laughs> I wonder how long Chad is gonna last in the church. Like, if he's gonna last in church to like until he meets somebody and or is he gonna try to yeah. get his girl back? I mean, it's not his show, so we don't we're probably not gonna find mm-hmm.
2: out,
0: but I'm curious to see what a Chad show would look like. That would be hella foolish and ridiculous. And uh, all
1: of that. All of that. I we love in Chad girl. High.
0: I sk- yeah, I'm I'm in that house. I'm in the Chad and Kelly yeah. hive. Um
1: shout out to Neil Brown.
0: Yes, he's on. I think he tweeted us or like liked at. our
1: tweets. Yeah. He,
0: yeah, he's always engaging. He's on um like some kind of SWAT show or army show, or he's in the military. So his other oh. network shows like real serious. Oh,
1: okay, so he gets a chance to. Climb he gets
0: a chance to cut up on
2: insecure. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I love um, it. I we, we skipped over that.
0: Molly, so Molly goes on a date with Andrew. Asian day. Asian day. I was like, you know what? I like this. I like them mm-hmm. together. Um, Molly's not being any type of serious with him, and she's not really taking him seriously. And, you know, Andrew's from Gardena, so that tells me he's Japanese. Um, I only say that because in one of my textbooks in college, Gardena was called the Japanese
1: ghetto. <laughs> Ah, the more you know. Um,
0: apparently it's a high concentration of Japanese people. But I live near Gardena and there are a high concentration of Asian people in that area. Um, but I like Andrew. Like all the the witty, whatever, the energy Molly's giving, he's giving it back to her and he's not like letting her, you know, play him at all. He was like, This is a date. And we're going to have fun. And they look like they have fun.
1: Yeah. I liked, I liked him. And, you know, he brought up clearly Molly Squared situation. I think mean, to let her know, like, dude, I was there. You're under the influence. I gave it to you. Like, <laughs> I know Right. So why was she acting like they all
0: weren't under the influence? They
1: all yeah, were. Yeah, like, I but yeah, you're cool. I still like you, like, shove that off and let's move on. And she's stuck in, you know, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. And he, you know, he wasn't tripping. I think he offered to get her home again. She was <laughs> like, <laughs> round two. Right. But yeah, like you said, she absolutely was not ready, you know, for something real, which is crazy. It's absolutely crazy because, you know, women, some women in generalize, some women are in that exact same situation. Like you're with somebody or been dealing with somebody, let's just say like a drove situation that is not what you want or it's not 100% or it's not real or whatever. And you talk about, oh, I just want something real. And then when real shows up, especially if real is not, the way that you imagined it to be or when you expected it just like boom right in your lap
2: it can be scary
1: it absolutely can be scary and a lot of people will sabotage that experience even though it's what they asked for and that's that's trash but it, it happens on a regular basis and I think that's exactly what she's doing here just like in the first season we talked about that I think last week, you know, with our boy, I can't remember his name, but you know, yeah. a situation <laughs> that you Jared, okay, that you you've asked for is manifesting and you're like, yeah, no, But quickly jumped into the other foolishness.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Quick quick in a hurry jumped into foolishness. But when, you know, the real potentially healthy um, situation shows up we're like I'm skeptical
0: yeah so like I was saying before we started taping I've been rewatching the first season of Insecure because I you know I know the major plot points Issa cheese on Lawrence with Daniel they break up Molly and Jared um, I didn't really like remember a lot of it right so <laughs> Just kind of looking back at season one, Molly has, to this point, not made a lot of progress. <laughs> um, Molly has not made a lot of progress. I mean, she switched law firms to be at the Black-owned firm, but she's still... Uh, I mean, in season one, like you just mentioned, she says she wanted something real. She Her... her uh, Asian assistant was engaged to a black man and she wanted her own black men to like, why isn't this relationship thing working out for me? And then she meets Jared and Jared's like hella real with her. Jared is dope, you know, but he doesn't have a college degree. So she kind of marginalized, just played him to the left straight off. Cause he didn't have this degree, even though he was funny, you know, he was taking care of him. It wasn't like he was broke. He had a job he was taking care of himself. He could hang out with her and her friends and still keep up, you know, and that's a thing. Um, and they had a really good time together. But she had this image in her head, like, oh, well, he didn't go to college. And I want somebody on quote unquote my level. And we used to talk a lot about that. Like, Black woman's
2: college. But <laughs> right. um,
0: Back in college, like, we used to have those black love forms that we put on, which were always great conversations. But we used to always talk about, which is so funny now in retrospect, like meeting guys, quote unquote, on our level. Like we were in college and
2: we were talking to
0: other college students, so they were on our level, but whatever.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, We would always have those conversations about like, you know, black women deserve men on their level. And it's, true you do want somebody who you feel comfortable with and who you know not maybe not going to trip if you make more money than them or whatever like this is not about me however this is my situation last year guys um so you do (laughs) kind of want to default to somebody who you feel familiar with and who you feel like you'll have the most in common with but a lot of times Mm -hmm. that may not be somebody quote unquote on your level in terms of education or in terms of salary or whatever. Like I don't think Molly would feel any type of way if she got with somebody who was making way more money than her. And he, and he could flip that on and be like, you're not on my level, but Mm
2: -hmm. whatever.
0: Like I feel like she hasn't evolved yet enough. As a person in that in that particular aspect, like like I said before, like she's always been killing it in job situations, whether she's at the previous firm or this black firm. she seems like you know, she's making moves like Puff so far. she presented the thing without Torian. I feel like this show is really hard for me to recap like this because <laughs> they have all the stories that are connected, but then they are broken up on the show. And I right, and I right. kind of like just want
1: to talk about them as
0: one thing. Not yeah, a no, feel free. Yeah, okay. We can
1: just do like all Molly and then go to all. Yeah, Because yeah. I this. feel like
0: I always want like I don't.
1: I don't. We <laughs> child. Listen,
0: this one fifty one got him in, in my system, so I'm just hoping that I sound coherent at the moment. No, really you
2: sound good. You
0: um, sound good. Okay, great. Shout out to that. Um, but she seems to be like, you know, she's trying to, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she's not going to sleep with Torian because now they're working together and he seems like, what is his deal? I feel like, does he got yeah, a drug he, problem? Like, what is he doing? Trying to
2: keep,
1: <laughs> I, never, I didn't think that. I <laughs> I didn't even really think about him outside of, you know, he is trying to maintain his position. I mean, I, I believe it's clear that she is coming, you know, to make her presence known and felt. And he has clearly been the golden child this whole time. And so he's like, okay, I mean, you can work with me or under me, you know, that type of situation, but you're not going to be in the lead. I'm going to try to keep my foot on your neck as much as possible. And clearly she's not for that (laughs) because she weaseled her way right on the position that she wanted to be, which was, you know, I want to do this pitch to the partners and, you know, and she knocked it out of the park. And I mean, like girl power, but at the same time, you know, with her therapist, trying to help her to understand, I think all these things are just really connected. Like, why do you have to be, you know, on top? Why do you have to be number one? And maybe while you were talking, I had the thought Maybe it's because she has not been a winner in her personal life that she feels like she has to absolutely be number one in her professional life. I remember I was mm. driving down the street one day and I was talking to God and wait a it minute, hit me like a, a ton minute, of bricks.
0: Wait a minute. It's like, Oprah, <laughs> girl. Tweet, tweet. You gotta tweet them know You know, Oprah would be in there on Super Soul Sunday, like, tweet, 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 tweet. tweet. Like, man, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You were driving and talking to God. Let's go there.
1: I was driving and talking to God. And, you know, I remember having that same kind of feeling like, okay, I've, you know, i am gone to school, I stayed out of trouble, you know, I mean now in in your teens and early twenties, it was like, oh, you didn't, you know, you know, you didn't have any kids, but now I don't know if that's really the badge of honor I want to wear, but you know, don't have any kids, um, you know, parents haven't had to get me out of jail. I haven't been in no Lawrence uh chlamydia situation. <laughs> like I just have done the things that I am supposed to do. And I have had, you know, moderate to major success in in my career. I've had ups, I've had downs, but I've pretty much been able to, you know, sustain the kind of life that I want for over a decade as an entrepreneur. I was like, these are wonderful things, but in this personal space, I have no control. And I feel like I am a control freak. I feel it's harsh, but it might just be what it is. I feel like I have to be in control in these other areas. I have to be at a certain level in these other areas because I have no control here. Here, I feel deficient. Here I feel like I just got to take what I'm given. I'm in, at the time, I'm in this, you know, kind of dead end situation or it keeps kind of circulating, but we're not moving anywhere past this particular zone. And I remember having that feeling like I got to give everything I have over here because even when I give everything that I have on this other side, it's not making a difference. And I recognize that. When you just said that, I was like, you know what? Maybe that's where why she has to be a rock star. That's why, you know, she has to be noticed. She has to be seen because she is not making, you know, much traction in this other area of her life. Now the difference is (laughs) between what Molly has done and what I did. I really did, right? And I've got like just take this, like take the wheel, literally take the wheel over here in this personal situation. Like I do feel this way. I don't want to feel this way anymore. Like, what is it that I need to do? Like, show me what I need to do so I can get out of this thing and get to what you have for me. And I will tell you, it's very, very uncomfortable. And it was very, very scary to move from one situation and then ultimately end up in the relationship that I'm in now that, that uh transition period and you know we don't have all day to talk about that but it was very scary for me because i literally had to like relinquish control of that part of my life i'm now with someone who actually makes plans for us when i'm used to making all the plans and i like wait that is what i asked for but You mean I I don't get to say anything? I mean, not that I don't get to say anything, but I'm not the only one with an opinion anymore. (laughs) I really have to, oh, there's somebody else to consider. There's somebody else here. And so even though initially you feel like, oh, God, I can't wait. I can't wait till somebody on my level. Yeah, there's somebody that knows more than me now in certain areas. Like There are things that I can teach him, but there are a lot of things that he's been able to teach me. And it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, I asked for this, but it's not always the most comfortable. So I hope, I mean, I don't know in this last episode of the season if Molly's going to get it together, but I hope in subsequent seasons or hopefully in the next season, like she realizes the same type of energy that you're putting into your professional life. If you, you know, put that type of care into your personal life, like she could be a rock star. She, She's a prime catch, you know? She's not ugly.
2: She's like, she's on it.
1: Dress is nice. She has a great career. She has a great personality. She's not stuck up, like, well, not with her friends.
2: (laughs) So, like, you can win, Molly. We want you
0: to win. You can win, Molly. But then the shit goes way left with her. (laughs) I feel like we should just, going forward, we're going to (laughs) organize our notes based on character. And this kind of rolls her okay. because it's so much easier to not go scene by scene but just kinda, you know Absolutely Um But her but Molly like
2: oh Jesus.
0: Molly
2: <laughs> Um she it maybe it's to be not offended. just
0: Molly, but she you know, she did. There you go. I feel like that's a very Barzini thing to say. But um <laughs> isn't it though?
2: out <laughs> to Barz!
0: Shout out to Jason. Um, yeah. But like, so she goes back out with Andrew again, and they have a good time the first time around. They make a cute couple. Like, Asian Bay is
2: cute. So
0: plus one for him, plus two for being from, you know, around the way, Gardena. Um, oh, I know what she wrote. She kept saying, I'm from Hyde Park. Like, nobody actually says that.
2: <laughs> no,
0: no, no! I was like,
1: I've
2: never said
0: that, and I lived this, off of Hyde Park. Like, like yeah, yeah, this um insecure gets a lot of things about LA spot on. I don't know if that was one of them, but I feel like mm-hmm. only if you're from LA you would get that. Like, I have never heard anybody say
1: they were. I had to Hyde run Park. it back because I didn't know what she said at first. I was like, what did because she that's, say? And I am like, I get, Park. I guess, but now you know they, they're sectioning off LA. It, it is. Right. It is. I mean, technically. And now it's they're the starting to do but that. But
0: like, I know, but growing I that's a separate whole podcast. Like, I feel like that's a different feeling. Because growing up, like, I thought, so I've been looking at real estate listings because I'm trying to think positively about my life. Okay. About my life. And even though LA is, very expensive at the moment um you know I still get the alert so I saw something that was like Century Park Heights and I was like
2: where the hell is that
0: where is this Century Park Heights that shit was on like Inglewood and Crenshaw that ain't, that ain't no Century <laughs> Park Heights like Crenshaw and Century is not Century Park Heights I mean I guess it is for the white people moving in now but it's century and crush for the rest of us, but um, yeah. So that's that's an aside. She goes back out with Andrew, and it don't even. Help. She was there for like five minutes. <laughs> they went from zero <laughs> yeah. to like end of date in five minutes. Like, and,
1: yeah, she okay. he's
0: he's telling her like what she told him. Um, you know, oh, you slept with the married friend instead of and I get it. I get that it's a sore subject for her and that you don't necessarily want to talk about it, but she could have just said, like, he was in an open relationship and I didn't want to be down for that. Like, it could have went a different way. I don't think, like Andrew said, like, he wasn't trying to obviously diss her because he liked her and he wanted to see her again and but she brought up Joe and he brought up Joe, and it, it just went left
1: and she took the job first. Right. And so he just, you know, he's thinking, well, we're just for chat. You told me something. I told you, or I told you something. You told me something. Um, but also, you know, we're on this date, so I'm not assuming that you still feel, you know, you have tender feelings about this or about right. this dude. Um, and she really could have said, "Hey, you know what? I told you that while I was Molly's career, I really don't want to talk about that." But I don't want
0: to talk about in all that honesty, Molly.
1: right? But you know, for us, we were able to see clearly, you know, that she she has not owned this in the manner that I feel like if you're sleeping with a married man, like you you almost just have to be like F it. like. You you don't have room for the tenderness. Just like, you know, being mad at Drew, oh, he didn't tell me. Girl, and Andrew brought it to her. Like, oh, <laughs> he's a married man. He was hiding things from you. And I think to hear it and to right. hear from a stranger, because right, Issa right. has just, you know, kind of been like, well, you know, that's, your, your friends aren't going to really do that to you. not going to give you a dagger in the heart and so this dude is just like telling it like it is. Like he's married. What else?
2: What else could he be hiding? <laughs> Whatever. Right. Right. He
0: told the week. And I feel like this is what we said last week. Like, oh, and I hate saying it because it sounds so typical fuckboy, and I don't want to speak, <laughs> But he told you what it was from the beginning, and I feel like that's. Straight from the fuckboy playbook. But that's exactly what happened with Joe. And not to say that he's a fuckboy because he allegedly, I guess, is in an open marriage. So he told her, like, hey, my wife's always going to come first. I care about you. You're my friend. But my wife's always going to come first. And she's still engaged with him when she knew that's not what she wanted. like for me, that's the main thing, like forget whatever drove is on. The main thing for me is Molly knew that she did not want to be second in any situation. Mm-hmm ever, <laughs> because that's one of the things she's talking to her therapist about. She don't want to be second at work. She don't want to be second with her man. She don't want to share her man. So why would you even get wow. into this situation with Drew? And I just feel like I had opportunities to have what she said she wanted with Jared, with Sterling's character in season two, um, potentially with Andrew, and she sabotages that. So what does that say about her, And more importantly, what does that say about us? Because I feel like I have probably been in some self-sabotage situations where, you know, I say like, hey, I want a good guy. Um, I'm also big on butterflies. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. hey, that's some people say it's wrong. (laughs) But like, if I'm not immediate, I don't know if I should say that because I went on a date with another guy. (laughs) <laughs> and we're going out again so shout out to him um but like if i'm not kind of like immediately like oh my god like this got dope like then i start to feel some type of way about it you know what i mean but like i feel like mm-hmm. for me that can grow over time and maybe for molly yep. it could grow over time but neither one of us <laughs> neither one of us give it a lot of time for it to grow Time.
1: Uh, yeah and so
0: what I'm recognizing in myself, which I hope that re- Molly recognizes in herself, is that sometimes you gotta give it time. If it's you can't one and done every guy. You know what I mean? Like, right, if there's nothing right. glaringly wrong with him, you can't automatically one and done him just because you weren't completely swept off your feet on the first interaction. Because I've been swept
1: off my feet, and come on and preach come on come on because I was I was going there I was like sometimes you gotta recall yeah you gotta recall those moments where it's like oh my god the passion oh okay well what happened after that the fuck
2: sure like
1: we really got it. so
2: it's
1: not it's not that that won't happen but yeah sometimes we do have to give it time and I you know came into this relationship thinking about you know potential long term and um you know when you think about something happening over the course of time versus like a flash in the pan sometimes a, a lot of things you know take time to develop not necessarily not, I'm not saying you know if you're not attracted to somebody that hang in there girl it'll happen i'm not saying that um because i believe we Absolutely know not. Uh, right not. right but you like, know if
0: it's going to happen or not I yeah, like if I could be attract, I don't, what I'm learning now <laughs> is that, you know, if there's, if he's attractive to me, um, not attracted to me, but attractive to me, like if I find mm-hmm. him attractive, mm-hmm. um, and even though I may not be like, oh my God, we were so, like, you know, completely bowled over in the first or second or third date. Um, that is still okay. Like it's okay to like, you know, if there's nothing bad about him, it's okay for me to keep trying to not trying to see, but it's okay for me to continue to get to know somebody.
1: Right. Um, explore. Explore. And it's sometimes okay situations explore. right. Situations will bring things up and out, you know, more time spent together, different conversations, like at the time that, you know, we started dating, I had just lost my dad. So a lot of me was feeling like, you know, I'm I'm looking around, even particularly that day at his funeral. I was like, maybe this shouldn't have been my my thought at all, let alone one of my first thoughts. Who am I going to walk down the aisle with? Like, my mom had my uncle and my sister's married. And I was just like, who am I, like, who am I supposed to hold on to or lean on or whatever? And that was the first time I really felt, like, alone. Because I was like, oh, that was supposed to be my dad. But he's in a box. Like, it was a horrible feeling. Now, shout out to Vincent. Like, I spotted him out the corner of my eye, grabbed him up, and was like, you'll be walking with me. But after that, you know, there was this whole feeling of, like, I'm not going to continue to waste my time dating, seeing otherwise being with anybody where, when life happens, I don't have anybody to talk to lean on, hold their hand. Like that's the shit that matters. Yes. Mm -hmm. All the other stuff matters too. You definitely want to be attracted to the person you're with and you want to have those sparks and whatnot, but life can be long when you make the wrong
2: decision.
1: And in the times when things are not going your way, or you just need somebody to bounce, you know, some ideas off of, or God forbid, when there's tragedy, if you can't call on that person or they have ghosted you, they're not picking up their phone, that's foolishness. And I, that was a moment, you know, or those moments made me realize, like, yeah, I'm wasting my time if I'm not on the path to building something like that, a strong friendship that becomes a relationship, partnership, and then this this goal of, you know, forever or to death do as part type situation. So there's nothing wrong with feeling the butterflies, but, you know, those things dissipate over time. Um, but the true connection, they're just so important. And I realize, it's you know, how differently we all think as we get older and we have these experiences, like oh, what is most important to me doesn't mean that these other things aren't important, but there are, you know, some some things that have advanced in their priority.
0: Well, ooh, okay, thank you, therapist Andrea.
2: Um, <laughs> let me drink like. so I can get more. <laughs> I feel like Molly needs oh your services,
0: ma'am. I feel like Molly needs yeah. services. We're we're gonna hold our sister Molly up in prayer right next to our brother's Ted. as he continues the spiritual yeah. journey. Um, Jesus, woo! I don't. I mean, I know I often joke about it, but like low key, high key, all the keys. Um, Drunk watching has become sort of a therapy session for me, so I'm I'm curious to see like what's gonna happen when we start talking about some random like Ozarks.
2: Like, I can't I can't right? I can't relate I
0: can't relate to money laundering. <laughs> that to be
2: funny, right? Or we I was about that or today. I was like. What are we going to talk about after? I know. Insecure. We, yeah. When
0: Game of Thrones comes back, like, I can't relate to sleeping with my Fighting brother. Family. And... <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't
2: do it.
0: I oh, Shout out to Isha and Princess Penny, who's always on our Twitter. Hey, Princess. Um, yes. Yvonne Orgy. Hey, Yvonne.
2: Hi, Natasha hi girl.
0: Shout out to the whole Insecure team for making a show that. It's not only funny. It's not only um, authentic to LA because you got two LA girls right here, um, hey. but like they can they can inspire these deep ass conversations. Like the the episode is like twenty five minutes, and we've been right. talking for over an hour. And, and I know people want to see longer
1: episodes, but yeah, we really handle yes. it like.
0: I don't think so. I don't I don't think we can handle it because it's already a lot to, to, to unpack and talk about. Um, oh, Jesus. So the other big thing that happens in this episode is Issa and Lawrence come together. Um, Issa and Lawrence meet up. Well, no, no, no. Let me back up. So Lawrence goes to church. He's not really feeling that pastor. Um isn't that a boy from um dang some black Wait to
1: exhale. <laughs> I oh like, I don't know what but that was that's Troy from uh waiting the exhale. The only reason yes, why I somebody yes, was just talking I about that. waiting the exhale yeah. lately. So that's yes. why I thought of that. But
0: Yes. And, Michael and T.
1: Williamson.
0: From Bubba from Bubba Gump.
1: Um, yes, yes. huh. Yes.
0: Gump. So yeah. yes.
1: Okay. So Lawrence
0: is not feeling <laughs> this preacher. Um, but he decides to hang out with... Old, I, did they go directly from church to, to Marina Del Rey?
1: No, I don't think so. They, did she have a little
2: I don't I don't know. They like, broke it up. Went, I don't know.
0: They went to get ice cream or something. So either, Okay, well, I guess I they did. They, I think they went directly from church. Um, so Lauren hangs okay. out with... I don't know if she had a name, but old girl from church. Oh Denise. Geez, only
1: you know. because she texted him. Yeah. I saw it later in the so episode. Kind of. Her name is Denise.
0: So <laughs> he hung never out with it. Denise. They went to get ice cream and Lawrence is like, The preacher is weird. <laughs> I can't really get into it. And Denise tells him, like, you know, sometimes it takes time to find a church and she's been finding more of her purpose by by um volunteering, going to Bible study and working with youth groups and just give it time. Um and later she texts him to see if he's going to Bible study. I guess he's on the way to work. And he's like, eh, we'll see. Um, but he clearly doesn't go to Bible study because he ends up hanging out with Issa after her entrepreneurship class, which he recommended. So, hey. And they have a really grown up conversation about kind of, you know, trying to find their, their themselves and her trying to, Get this block party. I guess it's the whole business. I don't. I don't have a clear idea of what exactly it is beyond a block party. But she's in a in a business class, so clearly she has a business for it, a business idea. And you know, Lawrence is kind of giving her some support. And they talk about church. And Issa gives some good advice. Like you know, if you want to go to church or whatever, like just keep trying until you find a church <laughs> that you think mm-hmm. will be good for you he's kind of like, mm, I'm one down on that church. Church is not it. And she's like, well, just keep trying. Um, and they have a really good conversation about it, which I know last week I was kind of like, I don't want to see them together. But they keep putting them in these situations where I'm like, oh,
1: maybe,
2: maybe they're supposed to be back <laughs> They were
1: good. If you remember the last, well, the later half, of season one prior to, you know, Daniel blowing up the spot, like, they were good. Like, once Lawrence had come out of his funk <laughs> and Issa was like, I'm going to be dedicated to my relationship, you know, it was like, oh, warm, fuzzy. But I think at this point, you know, clearly they've both gone through some things and, you know, the guys like to point out, like, oh, you know, Lisa's energy needs to be the same now that she's, you know, kind of on the bottom and he's on the top type situation, but not really because um, she did the lion's share of
0: Because she work helped and him she get paid back money. to the
1: yeah. Hello. And he realizes that, or well, at least it's the look in his. he never says it, but it's like the look in his face um, because she said, you know, it's been hard. and She's detailing that, but she also said, you know, I realize there comes a time when you can't, for lack of, I can't remember the exact word, but you can't lean on or have people prop you up. I think is what she said. And I was like, oh, shoot. Because it could have been taken as a dagger, but I think he was... <laughs> like, <laughs> <"No>, <laughs> <right." Shot> fired.
0: <laughs> I don't, I can't do, but he, I've, because I've been drinking, I can't do any sound effects, but that's definitely shots fired. Or at least he took them that... It, he took it that way. I don't think she meant it that way because she was talking about her. I don't
1: think he took it that way. Or, I mean, I think he. No, he I think he took it, it the
0: way. Yeah, he received it the way that you're talking mm-hmm. about. Like, he right. recognized what she was saying. Like, she propped him up for years. years. He didn't even get right. to prop her up. So I don't no. even care what the more militant branch of the Lawrence Hive has <laughs> to say. Because he didn't even get to prop her up for a month.
2: Right. He went,
0: they they went there, so he went to Chad's couch and bounced back with Tasha. Like he didn't get to prop nobody up but Tasha, and then she called him a fuckboy too. So go ahead.
1: Bloop. Well, I I did. I like seeing them together and I tweeted, you know, at the end of the episode, like, hey, what if all the things that they went through in in the previous seasons was to set them up to be better, you know, toward and for one another. And that seemed to be, you know, one of the more popular tweets (laughs) of the night. I think it's still getting retweeted Um, because people agree, you know, that they could see like, you know, yeah, they shifted both of them are in different places and they're both focusing on becoming better people, which I believe definitely helps in a relationship. If you are, you know, looking to be the best version of yourself and the other person is working to become the best version of themselves, like you, you have a pretty good chance of being good to one another. So we shall see. I, I, I don't know. What I got out of the preview for next week, so i I'm all over the place as to what we're actually going to see, but um hopefully we get some type of direction, like is Nathan coming back? she gonna explore right. something with Lawrence? Clearly, Daniel is black history, and you know, yeah. all right, bro.
0: I mean, I guess that's that's fitting because he was always hurt like I that I'm rewatching season one. So Daniel was always her what if guy. So he was never like yeah. her ideal guy. He was just her what if let me try this out guy. Um, mm. And even though he's fine, you know, we all gotta let them go at some point. Um, yeah, I so I don't know. I'm so sad that it's already the finale. I don't even know what what show we should, <laughs> what show should be our anchor show next. I know. Um, maybe this is us. Do we want to switch? I was
2: gonna say maybe this is us. Maybe, okay. this,
0: maybe this is us I feel like it gives us enough of like emotional things to talk about. Hopefully, this is us. Um, or maybe Ozark. The Deuce is on HBO. It's a lot of options. Um,
2: oh yeah, I saw
0: that. Is that something we want to get into? Yeah. I've never seen The Deuce, but I've heard like really, really good things about it. But in terms of the Insecure finale. I'm not even sure that we're going to get a resolution to this whole Nathan business. Like, although we want it because the audience wants to know where Nathan is, and we were just getting into Nathan, and then poof. Um, right. That's real life. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, like, right.
2: that, that's real life.
0: So I'm not sure we will get a resolution to Nathan because Nathan ghosting is something that happens to a lot of people, men and women. I was listening to The Read this week and I think it was last week's episode though of The Read and they had a question about somebody ghosting and they brought up Nathan as well. So guys, stop ghosting people. And when I say guys, I mean men and women because I recognize that people stop ghosting people because i Mm -hmm. I recognize that ghosting is about um avoiding conflict and a lot of people don't like i personally don't like conflict like i'm not trying to argue with people i'm really laid back um if you come from my loved ones then hey (laughs) but
2: um you know like i'm
0: not yeah, like I'm not going to argue back and forth. It's just going to be some violence. Um, no, that's that's the room talking. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but like I don't like conflict, but I recognize that ghosting is about people not wanting to hurt other at the root of it, I think it's about people not wanting to be the bad guy number one or the bad girl, the bad person. Let me do that. And not wanting to have conflict, right? So every time that I've had these conversations with men who have disconnected emotionally with me and then I've gotten on my of shit and tracked them, not really tracked them down, but like, you know, overanalyze, overthought over whatever. And eventually we had a conversation and they were like, you're dope, but like, I'm not ready for whatever. Or I don't think I'm... I'm like, basically not good enough for me, which I can't, I can't do anything about that. But I've had opportunities to ghost to people. And I'm really proud of myself that even in my, um, even in my state where I don't like conflict, where I don't like to be the bad person, I still like... I distinctly remember a difficult conversation I had with a guy that I was seeing um, a couple of years ago. Like I was seeing two guys and I liked one guy more. And so I had to have have the conversation with the other guy. Like I could have ghosted him, but I didn't because I felt like that was not right. And so a lot of people ghost because they don't want to be a bad person. They don't want to deliver, you know, quote unquote, bad news. But Have those difficult conversations with people. I'm a big believer in karma. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to mess up my karma because I'm trying to live my best life. Um, And if you're trying to live your best life, don't ghost people. It's just really rude. At the root of it, like, if you cannot have a face-to-face or phone conversation with somebody, text them. Send them a very long email. (laughs) at least give them Absolutely. that like don't don't just disappear cuz that's not cool at all at all
2: at all and and
1: I don't think we um really we spent some time at the top of the episode but we, we didn't talk about like the depths of oblivion that Issa went to to try to find this dude I'm like oh god e- yeah,
2: that whole like, that <laughs> yeah, it's so you know ridiculous. What? I
0: can't. I you know what? I can't even. I can't judge
1: her. So okay, well, okay, and not judgment. Okay, when I say ridiculous, right. not in a place of judgment, but just like this is all out on Front Street. So now I know there are men asking their wives or girlfriends or or friends, like, is this
2: what you, say? you do? Oh, so yes. I
1: don't have and I was not aware, <laughs> like it was even a thing to have the fake Instagram account. I was like, oh, that's oh well, no, that's um, the
0: thing that I do. I
1: won't cop to that. Because, okay. You know. <laughs> OK, I was like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. I mean, I never even thought about that. But it's probably because like we feel like we're we're not trying to even connect with folks on social like that. And showing up at the man's house with (laughs)
2: portos. I was like,
1: well, I mean, that's a good offering. That's a good gift to bring.
0: Yeah. And And, and pulling Molly into it. Right. So now I'm left to wonder, like, so I really liked Andrew. And I know it was first impression, second impression or whatever. Like, I wanted Molly to explore that situation. And mm-hmm. she seemed to really foreclose on that situation after the whole, after he was like, sleep with a married man, what did you expect? Which is what everybody else told her. But I wonder if showing up at his house hurt or helped her exploration with Andrew. Like I, I don't want Andrew to be one and done. I feel like all the dudes on this show are disposable. Like, everybody, we can't get too close to any any man on this show because they may go away.
1: Right. Well, I, I mean, I know it's like, bros before, well, I don't want to, I don't want to call anybody that, but
2: bro I know lady. they have guy codes, right?
1: <laughs> right, they have the bro code, but I was just like, he didn't, I mean, he didn't give her nothing, I what? I'm here alone, because but
0: well, She gave didn't her nothing. ask. She didn't ask.
1: Okay. She came in okay. there
0: looking absolutely insane. I wouldn't give crazy. her anything either. Like, if some she guy showed up, like some guy I went on a date with that you <laughs> that your guy was friend, like if some if the roles were reversed and two men showed up at my door with <laughs> with a box full of pastries, thanks guy. Right. That, um And the other guy was in his pajamas looking like (laughs) he's on something. I said on my tweet. I said nothing either.
1: I said on my tweet, I said she looked like one of the parents that show up at school (laughs) when you get called on a behavior.
2: (laughs) I was
1: like, whose father is that? That's how she looked. She had the trench coat and pajamas
2: on.
1: I got to use the bathroom. Right, and she's lucky he
0: even let her in the house because I was like, um, it's under construction. I just, I can't. Uh, <laughs>
1: like,
2: exactly. it just
0: looks real crazy. And, yeah. I think
1: she put it that way. I guess, yeah, we, we wouldn't allow, if the roles were reversed, they wouldn't have gotten in If the, the roles were reversed, like, I
0: wouldn't tell them where you were. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Well, thank <laughs> at you. <all>. Thank you. <laughs> Keep it <laughs> yeah, on the low, like- low.
0: I got your back um this is 1988 um right like I just it just looked real ridiculous and yeah I don't know like I the next the preview for the next episode was like they were one of those outdoor movies or something so I, I don't know what exactly could be wrapped up but we do have a season four coming because they were renewed for another season. So that gives them more opportunities to. I can't imagine. Like, this Nathan thing has to be wrapped up in the next episode, or he's just not coming back. He was on the wind down. Mm-hmm. Did you watch that? He was on the wind I did. down. I did. And I mean, of course, they don't give it away, but I feel like he's just not. Like, I feel like Nathan ghosted, and that's it. That's he's the end. just
2: gone. Mm hmm.
1: That is so sad. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the best thing is that, you know, they really were a flash in the pan. Like, you know, it was fast, but the bad thing, I mean, she clearly had sex with these guys. So, you know, there's yeah. some sort of connection. Oh, I know the part that I wanted to mention before we wrap. You know, Molly's like, what is it about this guy? Like, was the sex that good? Because I know, I was like, that is that it?
2: And right. she
1: said, you know, it was more than that. Like he saw me as more, as more than just a fuck up. And I don't know if I'll, if anyone else will make me feel that way. And I was like,
2: damn, yeah. not the part about being That's... a
1: fuck up. Cause I, I ain't felt like that, but I do <laughs> I definitely identify yeah. with like, am I ever going to be this happy? Or am I ever going to feel th- yeah. like you talk about butterflies? Like, am I ever going to feel this way again? And I was, he said that, I was like, damn, girl, I get it. I
0: was triggered. I was triggered by that part.
2: (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. how people say, like, oh,
0: because I struggle. I struggle with myself. Like, I am, at the root of myself, I am an optimist, right? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So I feel like I couldn't be in the career that I'm in. I couldn't take the chances that I've taken with my particularly in my professional life, like I could not have quit my job to pursue writing. If I
2: was,
0: (laughs) if I didn't have some kind of hardcore faith that like, I'll be cool, right? So if things weren't going to work out. but So at my core, I'm an optimist. But when it comes to relationships, I'm
2: like,
0: "Eh." particularly here in LA, I'm kind of like, damn it. Like I had this thing with somebody. It felt really good. I thought it was going places and it was awesome till it until it wasn't and like mm. I, is there another person out there that's gonna be like who, who will make me feel like you know I felt previously and so I I immediately thought like that part
1: oh god yes yes yes, yes. girl I, I was there and I mean you know my journey but many yeah. of the listeners probably don't like I was engaged at 24. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) That, you know, that is, I remember in that moment feeling, and clearly I'm much older than 24. And that feeling, you know, has been surpassed (laughs) multiple times, let's just say like, you know, in the moment you just, you feel like that. But when you get to where you're going, you're like, oh, thank God. Because as good as that felt, you know, and that there was much more waiting on me, and so I, I really hope that right. for Issa. But I did. I felt, oh my god, like when she said that, I was yeah. like, oh girl, yes, yes, God, oh was like, girl. Is in the,
0: like did I did I lend my stories to the writers' room? What is happening right now? Yeah. But it just yeah. goes to speak to the fact that this show, and I saw a lot of women. Um, HBO played me. Um, I just want to say the HBO Go app on Amazon played me because I didn't get to watch the episode with the rest of y'all. Which is normal.
2: Oh.
0: They had some updating issues, but I watched it the next day. But I, and then I caught up on the tweets. A lot of women, uh, I want to even say women, a lot of people felt like that. Like, will I ever feel this way again? And this. That's what makes relationships so hard. It's kind of like, we're all out here. <laughs> we're all out here. And, you know, aside from the people who are just like hidden and it or whatever, because I feel like, uh, anyway, aside from those people, like the rest of us who are out here really trying to connect with people, um, whether we're in relationships right now or not, we've definitely all had those moments like, Will I ever feel like this again? And even, and I'm pretty sure people are like, girl, you just met him. But like, I've had those experiences where you meet somebody and it's instant and it's just kind of like mind blowing and you feel okay to be vulnerable. And that's the big part. Like when you feel like, Mm -hmm. okay, I can share these deep, dark secrets of myself with this person. And then like to have them ghost you, oh God
2: yeah oh
0: god like you don't even get the whole privilege of like a messy breakup to where you have a reason to hate them like oh they turned out to be an asshole like they just leave when when you're on top come on
1: yeah yeah and so and we just we hope he had a story but like you said it might just be it just is what it is and he's gone Because if if the feelings were real, like he said, maybe it was scary and over. Like he asked, you know, how do you know when it's real? She's like, oh, it seems real to me. That I feel like that was the last time we saw him, and maybe that just was too much for him. Like that's a thing for some people; they get overwhelmed (laughs) by goodness.
0: um, yeah that was the last time we saw him oh,
2: and yeah I see you, like,
0: not, but i feel like i don't know maybe you know i don't i'm not a big proponent of Issa and Lawrence getting back together but i wouldn't be surprised right like i wouldn't be surprised right. like you said if they both needed to kind of step away and experienced life on their own and Lawrence Lawrence was in a really bad place like like i said i'm rewatching season 1 and he looks like a fucking dog like he's in a really bad mm-hmm. place and i love tasha for the first time so tasha pops up in like episode 4 i think i'm on and she's like, you're a good black man. Like, Tasha's hyping him up. So he's feeling real good. And he goes out and gets the best buy job after he talks to Tasha. Um, but we see how that played out. Like, he didn't even. I feel like we can do a whole show yeah. on kind of like. I feel like, okay. Okay. <laughs> after Insecure wraps up next week. We need to get mm-hmm. we need to give Vincent on the show to offer a male perspective yep. because Vincent offers like the best. Whenever we, I feel like we need to go to his house, you'll be in town. I yep. haven't been to his new house. We can bring some Suzy cakes or something, and if he's <laughs> in town, because Vincent's always on the road, um, and just talk because like. I don't even. I feel like we need an insecure debrief after this season. Okay. It is, okay. It's so much like real life. Um, uh
2: huh.
0: And it's given us a lot of opportunities to discuss a lot of things that happens that have happened in our life. And maybe it's the one fifty one that I'm doing right now, but like I feel like <laughs> we need to talk more about it. Like this is not a relationship podcast. However, insecure in insecure gives us the opportunity to talk about dating and relationships and and life in your 20s and 30s and LA particularly me, you and Vincent are LA natives um, I feel like we need to just have an insecure round table
1: or something mm-hmm. Sure oh, Especially with some guys I think it would be great to have you know, a male perspectives perspective.
0: yeah. -hmm. Yes, an insecure dinner party. Perhaps. Oh, you'll be in town this weekend. I don't know. I may have a date though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And let me just say, okay, how I felt. I (laughs) was like, I mean, I know I'm here, you know, kind of living life and doing things, but I had to find out she was back on the dating wagon on Twitter. I found out with the rest of you, comment, folks. Oh God! I was
2: like, I don't remember a conversation. <laughs> but I'm not like
1: that. It's all good. It's all good. I mean, no, you're just dating. We'll talk it. Offline. Nobody has we'll been. Offline. I'm gonna say nobody has been close oh, no. yet. So
2: I don't we feel absolutely don't feel not. Kind of absolutely not.
0: However, oh. if you've seen oh, no, you my pictures on Twitter, <laughs> feel free to in, to send an email to hello drunk. <laughs> 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 is not single. She is booed up. Um, however, I am single and ready to
1: mingle like Leroy from from uh Fame. I love it. I love it. Well, we're gonna go on to wrap this episode up. Um, since we are drunk watching and this might talking be about our favorite T V and film. It might be. It might be our longest, and,
0: all, and all because of ghosting,
1: it might be our longest episode. All because of Ghosts. I do want to say a quick happy fiftieth birthday to Will Smith, the goat, (laughs) TV and film.
2: Listen, Will Smith
1: fiftieth. I
0: need to first of all, I need to marry somebody like Will Smith. Forget all y'all. I need a Will Smith type in my life because him, him and Jada. Come on, guys. Like I'm, I'm willing to be a Jada. I don't know what that means exactly, but.
1: Oh I Lord, right. Well, I he looks good he for fifty. Up. I, he
0: jumped off of a he jumped off of a helicopter.
1: Yes, I have to go watch the footage. It just reminded me that I hadn't seen it. I saw um, his post on Instagram that he was going to be live streaming, I was like, "Oh shoot, I missed it." But uh, I yeah, it too, but
2: Will Smith I, is mom.
0: Yeah, like Will Smith is living my best life. Um <laughs> he's he's taking risks. He's going on family vacation. Like I need to hit the of so I can be Will Smith
1: Hey. Let's do it. Until then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Until then. We don't if you live have any feedback, right. We are going to live through Big Willie, the fresh friends, uh all of that, summertime, CD Jeff All those guys.
1: All of it,
2: yes.
0: If you have any feedback between now and next week's episode, please shoot us an email at hellodrunkwatching at gmail.com. That's hellodrunkwatching dot gmail.com. Or slide into our inbox on Instagram and, I was going to say Facebook, but we're not on there. Instagram and Twitter <laughs> at drunkwatching. And we will get back to you. If you are fine, if you are a brother, if you are single, hello, drunk watching, to say attention, <laughs> Brittany. Thank you very much.
2: Um, <laughs> we'll
0: be back next week oh. to discuss all of Insecure Finale, which I'm looking forward to. I don't know. Should we make yeah. predictions?
2: Um,
1: that's what I was saying. From those previews, I, I couldn't tell what was going on. Um, but shows how much I know. I thought that outdoor thing they were at, I thought that was the Danny Block party. So they were at some kind of move. Like, I, I felt like it was a hodgepodge for me. So the best I could do is is just, you know, predict that it would be... Um, I don't know if we get any closure on anything. I was trying to think back to the last finale and how they did that. And it was kind of like, you know we felt better about Issa and Lauren's like okay they're not at each other's throats but nothing really got resolved
2: <laughs> I feel like
1: we're kind of up for that again because there's so much that has gone on that has no answers like will they answer it all in one episode what about Tiffany and the baby like does she have a baby oh, I, I don't know I don't know that was brain fog
0: yeah <laughs> It looks like there. It it looks like to me they were at a cemetery, which means it's not the block party. But it's you know how they have those things in the summer here in L.A. Whereas at the um Hollywood Forever Cemetery they have like film screening. Oh, it I've
1: looks, never seen
2: it looks one like of that. Seen I
0: don't. I don't know okay. if that's what it was, but it looked like that to me. And it looked like it was okay. only Issa and Molly. So I'm not sure what exactly. We're in for next week, but I'm here for it.
2: As usual. I'm oh down as well.
0: Well, I'm Brittany Danielle.
1: And I'm Andrea Renee.
0: Thanks for watching. This episode of Drunk Watching, we will see you next
1: Listening. Week. Brittany's on that sauce. Talking about oh, watching. God. Maybe we should do an Instagram <sighs> live one <when>, week. <when> we <laughs> we, <laughs> we
2: should. We, I, I feel like us. if we
0: Listen, I feel like if we do the whole... Ooh, okay. We should bring our... um, What was it called back in the day? When we did Black Women's Caucus and then when we had the, like, relationship discussion at our... Oh,
1: party the battle of the, college, that yeah, was, the battle I of feel like
0: That's so competitive. We need to have, like, a Black uh-huh. love form. That's what we called it.
1: Yes, we did. Of form.
2: You know
0: what, though? Black that's the next show. Black Love is coming back on own. Um,
2: oh, yeah. I'm yeah, sure yeah. we'll be talking
0: about that. Miss Tina is on there. Beyonce's mama.
1: I haven't seen any of them. Sorry. I, I've seen clips on YouTube, but I've not seen them. So I'll have to kiss. But
0: them. it's coming back on own. So I'm sure we'll discuss it. But until next time, guys, I'm Brittany Danielle.
1: And I'm Andrea Renee. Thanks for listening.